Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. Hi, it is Bob Stroud here with my 145 of the Week. Here's what I spun for you last week. Well, I didn't spend anything on Monday because we were all off for the 4th of July holiday weekend. Tuesday, Everybody's Everything, Santana. That was drummer Michael Shreve's birthday. Wednesday, It Don't Come Easy, Ringo, on Ringo's birthday. Thursday, Lean On Me, Bill Withers. That was the number one song in the country on that date in 1972. And Friday, Truckin', The Grateful Dead. That date in 1995 was the last time Jerry Garcia played with the dead, and it happened at Soldier Field. So my pick this week for my 145 of the week is It Don't Come Easy by Ringo. In the fall of 1969, it was John Lennon who first threw it out there that he was leaving the Beatles. A shocked Ringo tried to take stock in what he would do without a band to play with. The quick, simple fix was to call his buddy George Martin and have him produce an album of standards consisting of some of Ringo's mom's favorite songs. If nothing else, the album Sentimental Journey was maybe the first of its kind. A rocker takes on some of the first half of the 20th century's most revered compositions. Over the years, Linda Ronstadt, Rod Stewart, Paul McCartney, Bob Dylan would all visit that idea. But Ringo was the first. And then in early 1970, Starr was in Nashville recording an album of country tunes, Bocuse of Blues. Much like Dylan's Nashville Skyline was a very pleasant listen and warmly received by the critics. So now that Starr had these two vanity projects out of his system, it was time to get down to being fab again. Helping out with that fab angle was George Harrison, who crafted a song out of a rough draft of a tune that Ringo had begun writing in late 1968. Even though Starr is the only writer credited on the label for It Don't Come Easy, Harrison played a considerable role in the song's brilliance. The basics of It Don't Come Easy were recorded in March of 1970, with overdubs completed seven months later in October. Released in April of 1971, It Don't Come Easy is as perfect a song as was released in 1971. Everything about it is done to perfection, from the way the backing singers sound, who, by the way, were Pete Ham and Tom Evans of Badfinger, to George's guitars, the horns recorded with just the right amount of Beatlesque punch, and, of course, Ringo behind the kit and on lead vocal, it all adds up to a song that would not have sounded out of place on Abbey Road. It Don't Come Easy, number one in Canada, in the U.S., both Cashbox and Record World charted it at number one, while the industry gold standard Billboard spotted it at number four. One final item that makes this song so special for me, the first time I heard It Don't Come Easy on AM radio in my car, I heard Brown Sugar for the first time about an hour later. That's one of those wow factors that you don't forget. All these years later, Ringo is still singing the same song, Peace is How We Make It. And that's my 145 of the week. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you again next time. Until then, stay safe.